all you lovely traumatized humans. Um, today is Sunday. I think it's February 20th, but I'm not totally sure. We don't have to be sure about everything, right? We can live with not knowing. You know, back in the day before we could Google every fucking thing, we had to live with not knowing. Think about that and maybe try to not Google some shit. I Googled today whether um, cheese is always white and because um, I, I was under the impression for some reason, someone told me that like cheese is always white, so they have to dye the cheese yellow. Apparently not. Apparently um, there's like beta carotene in grass. So grass fed cows produce like more yellowish milk and it makes like yellowish cheese. So, I mean, obviously like maybe a craft single, like maybe that's dyed, but like anyway, anyway. And then they add like a seed to cheddar. It's a seed though. I forgot what it's called, but it's not like poison. So anyway, eat some cheese. Um, today we're talking about body image. We're rolling right along. Um, anyway, so sometimes when I meet a new person, I, I tell them about like the deep, dark hole that was my eating disorder. I've written about my eating disorder like ad nauseum, like for years, right? And it's kind of funny to think that strangers might know more about my inner darkness than people I'm close to. But usually I reserve divulging the really dark stuff until it makes sense. And sometimes that time never comes. Like not everyone needs to know about my pain or your pain. More importantly, not everyone can be trusted to hold your pain with grace. So be careful who you tell you know important things to. But I recently told someone new about like, you know, the abridged version of my story from the hazy start to the very inconclusive finish. And his only question was, well, does it still bother you? And uh, the short answer is no. I've moved so far from it that I barely think about it except when asked. Um, and I, I do get asked about it a lot because I write about it so much. And I've been on podcasts about my eating, talked about my eating disorder. Um, and so I have been asked about my eating disorder quite a, a lot. And, and some of my answers are just be, like rote. Like I'm just like, oh, I've <laughs> said this so many times. It just kind of comes out. Um, but there is one part of the eating disorder that maybe does still linger. And I think it's a thing that can bother most people. Um, and that's our body image. So uh, our bodies change all the time as they should. Um, I think that we collectively like need to embrace the changes that our bodies make. Um, but sometimes how you think about your body doesn't keep up necessarily with the changes that are made. So you might lose a lot of weight and you might still think of yourself as a person in a bigger body and that's no longer true. Or maybe you gain some weight and you think about how your body used to be. Uh, or maybe you have a really poor, um, you know, body image because of some other thing other, other than weight. Like it could be anything. It could be like your hair, or your nose or whatever the fuck. Um, and most people probably don't see you that way. We're all very much meaner to ourselves than other people are to us. But our body image impacts every other facet of life, our confidence, our vulnerability, our willingness to like put ourselves out there, our comfortability in intimate situations, just our general comfortability um, with ourselves. So there's no good way to always feel like 100% good in your body. And I don't think that's the point of bodies anyway, but having a body image that's more negative than positive has been associated with a lot of bad things like low self-esteem and poor mental health i.e. an eating disorder, um, drastic eating restrictions, disordered relationships with food. Like I had a, this image of myself as a large person and I wasn't. And um, that caused a spike, right, in restricting my food. Um, and then uh, depression or other mood disorders, depression and eating disorders go hand in hand. So does depression and low self-esteem and an increased risk of self-harm and relationship problems. Um, so if you don't, you know, value yourself, if you have low self-esteem, maybe you don't think that you deserve um, a healthy relationship and maybe maybe you don't know how to be in one. If you don't have a good relationship with yourself, how are you supposed to have a good relationship with other people? So all of these things are very intuitive if you think about them, but, and they all kind of stem from this poor body image, which maybe the, the root of a poor body image is low self-esteem or low self-worth. But 
I've worked on having a better body image for years. And here are some tangible things that have helped me. Uh, It doesn't mean it's going to help you. But the first thing is to sort of fix your relationship with food. So tune into your hunger cues. Ignoring what your body needs can cause you to overeat or undereat or not sleep enough or not drink enough water or drink too much caffeine or maybe drink too much alcohol. Just anyway, generally feel worse than you need to. Honor and respect your body enough to listen to what it needs. It's telling you. It's telling you exactly what it needs. I promise. The second thing is to wear clothes that are comfortable and flattering and fit well. I used to really consistently buy clothes that were too big for me because I thought I was bigger than I was. Conversely, it can be disheartening to maybe hang on to clothes that are too small for you as like, I don't know, motivation to get back into these skinny jeans or whatever. Um, Ignore the, the arbitrary sizing and buy clothes that fit and make you feel comfortable and confident. Clothes really do impact how we feel. Um... If I have a lot to do at work or maybe I have an interview or something like that, big meeting, I dress nice, even though I'm working from home, because it just helps me feel more confident, like more sure about what I'm saying. I don't know. I work in sales, though, so it's all kind of smoke and mirrors. Anyway, uh... (laughs) It's true. Sales are smoke and fucking mirrors. And like everybody, like once you do sales and then you like, you know, when somebody's selling you something, you're like, oh, I see this little trick. I know exactly what you're doing. I can see right the fuck through you. Anyway, the third tip is to appreciate the things your body can do instead of what it looks like. Picking up an active hobby or sport can really help. Um, obviously, I run, so I've been able to kind of really focus on what I can do running wise. Like, oh, look, I climbed this mountain. Like, this body is incredible. It's very tangible. Um, and the more you focus just on that and what your body can do, the more you might be inspired to see what it can do. So maybe you'll be inspired to push yourself further and you'll focus less on what your body looks like and more about like these cool things you're doing. And you figure out pretty fast that, um, the incredible things we can do with our bodies are like far more interesting to us and to other people too than any surface level stuff. I don't, I mean, who the fuck cares what you look like? (laughs) Are you doing cool shit? Are you happy? That's all that matters. Number four, get off social media. Uh, maybe just like limit your time. There's a lot of ways to do this. There's like apps that you can install that limit your time. There's like boxes that you can buy and lock your phone in them. Um, you can uninstall the app from your phone. You can set your phone to grayscale so that like Instagram or whatever isn't as enticing. That actually works. Um, whatever. There's a lot of things you can do to limit your social media, but you know, image driven platforms like Instagram or TikTok, most of them are image driven. Um, are just heavily filtered. All of the images you see on on social media are not real, I promise. And there are so many sophisticated filtering tools that we've become like really immune to what a real realistic image looks like. You might, you know, then compare your very normal face and your very normal body to one that is heavily edited and it's bound to cause some sort of dissatisfaction or maybe some confusion or like, why don't I look like that? Maybe you'll get surgery, whatever. Um, You'll spend money on shit you don't need. Uh, I recently listened to a podcast where someone was talking about how they edited a video. You can edit videos now to like make your waist smaller in a moving thing. Like we know we can do that with pictures, right? That's easy. It's static, but like in a video, that's kind of crazy and nobody knows that. So don't look at videos and assume that it's real either. Number five, get busy, get outside of your own brain. Um, pick up a hobby, visit a friend, volunteer. It helps me when I'm like feeling bad about myself to help someone else because I don't know, you just get out of your own head a little bit. Um, read a book. I don't know. Focus on anything other than yourself. (laughs) I mean, honestly, a little bit, if you feel like you have a larger purpose or something meaningful to do or something meaningful to pursue your appearance, 
will start to shrink in, in how much it matters. So those are the things that helped me. They're pretty tangible, I think. Um, another thing that helped me was a, getting a DEXA scan to measure my body composition. So they were, at least near me, they go around in like these vans, you lay on a table, it takes like your body composition, bone mass, muscle mass, all these sorts of things, fat. Um, and for me, because I'm kind of on like the higher end of the BMI, um, it helps me realize that I'm not overweight. I'm just very muscular. So <laughs> that helped me. Um, and then I linked something about the effects of social media on young women's self-perception. Also on men, like let's not pretend that men are immune to this shit. I don't know why there's like such a focus on women sometimes. In, in I think because men don't talk about shit as much. Um, and then I linked the body image workbook to help you establish new neural pathways. Look at that. I, I just like plugged in a cute phrase to make myself seem smart. I'm halfway smart in some things. Anyway, um, I love you all. Have a good Sunday. I hope you have a latte. I hope you slept in. I hope you have a puppy. God, I hope you eat like a big croissant, maybe with some strawberries on it. I hope you have the best day. Bye, everyone.